Yo, what is up, everyone? Shut up, God, and listen, please. <laughs> and listen, yo, guys, what is up? We got Johnny. Yeah, you know, I'm a little bit more adamant today. I felt it. <laughs> got your host, Danny Rogue, here. You know how it be, Danny. That's my boy. We got a lot. Everyone, what are we doing? NFL is back. We got mucho to talk about. Yeah, we have a lot. We have a lot. We have a lot. Oof. It depends on where you want to start, Danny. Where do you want to start? Let's start with our. Let's start with the local teams. Okay. I'm gonna start off with the Fly Eagles Fly. Unfortunately, the Eagles got clipped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the Washington Football Team, twenty-seven to seventeen. What a comeback! They were down seventeen nothing. Washington ended up winning twenty-seven seventeen. The Washington defensive line is as advertised. It is scary. It is ferocious. They are going to be a problem this year, i.e. they sacked Carson Wentz eight times, but Carson Wentz was missing. Andre Dillard, Lane Johnson, and Brandon Brooks, three of his best offensive linemen, are out, and the Washington defensive line took very, very... They took care of that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, I feel bad. I had a friend who's in the fantasy league, and uh, apparently... He has Carson Wentz as his quarterback. Oh, Apparently, every time your quarterback gets sacked in that league, the point system deducts a point. Really? Yup. He got sacked eight times. And he lost by five points. That's actually that's brutal. <laughs> he lost that's by brutal. five points. I will points. never, ever do that. I will never, ever do that on a shock fantasy league. I'll never do this. Every time game. the quarterback gets sacked, minus a point, and he got sacked eight times. That's like the quarterback's fault. That's mean. <laughs> That's mean. It's more like it's almost like you're um, it's almost like you're pick like you're getting points for the offensive line of your quarterback as well. That's almost that's what basically it's like. what it is. You have to pick a quarterback with a good, a good offensive line. line. Like, basically, you're gonna have to choose like Dak, uh, Philip Rivers, Derek Carr. <laughs> he got just like, eight times. <laughs> got quarterbacks with great offensive line, and then we're gonna oh. go to uh, my my New York. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Yeah. Very disappointing performance. Uh, underwhelmed. They looked like they had never prepared for a football game in their life. Did you really expect much from Donald? It's year three, man. Enough. There's no more excuses. Did you expect much? I mean, he, I mean, in this instance, he didn't have anybody. Le'Veon got hurt at halftime. Denzel Mims is out for three weeks. Crowder's not a number one receiver. He didn't target Chris Herndon, which I thought was a huge mistake. I think Herndon's a threat as a tight end. The offensive line, they looked okay. The inside part of the line is still a mess. Uh, defensively, aside from Marcus May, they look like shit. Um, they turned it on in the second half. They, they, they made the game look respectable. They also lost 27-17 <laughs> to the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen, you know, what, what can you say? Like they, He's a Josh Allen is a good running quarterback. He's yes. not a good throwing quarterback. And, I'll, and they're building a perfect offense around him where he is going to keep the ball, he's going to run, and short intermediate passing, screens, slants. It's going to work for that team. And they have a very good defense. Great coach in Doug McDermott. The Jets played San Francisco 49ers next week. So <laughs> good luck. we'll see what happens there. <laughs> Kittle looks like he's not going to play, so that could be a huge, 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 huge help. Not wishing you on George Kittle. I think he's a phenomenal player, but, you know. <laughs> you need everything you can But get. now there's no Le'Veon, no Denzel Mims, and no Blake Cashman for at least three weeks. They've even been playing some high even. 
And then we'll get to our final local team, the New York Football Giants. Let's go, Big Blue! Absolutely embarrassed by the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, you know, I'm a classic New York fan. I don't care what happens. I'm a rep all day. The god known as Saquon Barkley had only six rushing yards. Hey. A 40-year-old Ben Roethlisberger had more than him. Hey. Daniel Jones looked pedestrian at best. Hey. He is a pedestrian. Darius Slayton was your star. Shout out to him. Let's go, Big Blue! <laughs> I think uh, this is the turnaround of the season. I think after this, we go. How many games are in this? this uh... That's the same, 16. Okay, I think we're going to go 15-1 uh, and one now. Yeah. <laughs> Relax with that. Bold prediction early, part one. 15-1 <laughs> from here on out. Giants, here we go. Saquon Barkley is going to have uh, 400 rushing yards next game. <laughs> that doesn't garner a response. <laughs> All right, all three local teams basically let us down here. In the yeah, the three local teams did not do anybody justice. But hopefully they all rebound next week. The Jets would be facing the 49ers in their home opener. The Giants travel to Chicago to face Mitchell Trubisky and the Bears. And the Eagles have their home opener as they welcome Jared Goff and the Los Angeles Rams to the link. Also, we had a phenomenal first game. I feel like we had a great first game to the season in the NFL. Yeah, Mahomes, Mahomes. you know, Mahomes did his... It, it was expected. You know, the, the, the Chiefs are as advertised it was as great. they will be for the it next It was great decade. to have football back. I love what they did with the fans. They had them all spread out in a way that made it feel like there were fans everywhere. It was just a beautiful thing. It was great to have football back. And also, just the bubble. Can we talk about how we were watching the game and we had... The NBA yeah, going on the We're watching screen. the Lakers game at the same time we're watching the Chiefs and Texans on Thursday And they're night. worried about... Also, I want to know what this does for sports because they used to be concerned about, um, you know, basketball interfering with this and that because of what happened. You know, them seeing who would choose what. What? Oh, my. This is breaking news, baby. All right, so... <laughs> this is breaking oh news. My I goodness. forget what I was saying. Oh, my goodness. So, so we here at Shaw are rooting for the Miami Heat. So, uh, when Johnny showed up about 10 minutes ago, the Heat had ended the first quarter down 26-18. to 18. They are two minutes away from halftime. The Miami Heat are up 49-46. to 46. They have outscored the Boston Celtics 31-20 to 20 in the second quarter. I want to know what Jimmy Bucket's stat line is. Bring that, that hat back up. Grit, that, hat back that grit up. and determination of the Miami Heat show is me, show me evident. What? Jimmy Butler is 9-2-2-3-5 and from the field. Who the... with 14 points. Dragic, the dragon. Drogic is leading the Heat, and Tatum and Marcus Smart will be leading, are leading the Celtics. Tatum with 15, 5, yeah, and 3. I saw, I saw the Marcus Tatum Smart, 10 points. I saw Tatum coming. I mean, I love Jason Tatum. You need, so the key the key for the Celtics is Marcus Smart needs... So Kemba Walker is consistent to the fact that we know he's going to perform. Like, I'm not a, I'm not worried about Kemba in the second half. Marcus Smart is... I'm worried about him. If I'm Boston, I'm worried about Kemba. Are you worried about him? You don't think he's going to come through? The man scored 5 points in 50 minutes in a double overtime loss to the Raptors. I, yeah. 5 Was points. that game 7? No, it was game 6. Was Six. that an elimination game then? No, but it, it could have. It, it was an elimination game. So the, the, the Raptors lose, they lose game six. Kemba, Kemba, you're proving me wrong, buddy. I and yeah, I mean, like right right now, they're riding the hot hands of you know Marcus Smart and Jason Tatum, and I you know I posted it on Facebook. I I think the Celtics system, their proficiency is incredible. It, it's a really fun basketball team to watch, and I said it from the beginning. This the Celtics were the only team I was afraid of. Because of how good their coach, how well they play, I'm a Tatum fan. You know, it, this game's this series is going to go six or seven games. I you, think I think it's Heat in seven. And you I want think, to know why? I think the Heat are running the hot hand. 
No pun intended. You want to know why, though? We got Game 7 tonight. Oh, dog. Dog. Game 7 about to be We have Game 7 tonight with the Nuggets who are down 3-1 again in another series. Come back and force a Game 7. And like Chris Paul said, anything happens in Game 7. Anything can happen in Game 7. The Nuggets might just knock out the Clippers. We don't know. Where are they at by now? Oh, no. um, The the Heat just hit a three-pointer. I love to see it. 52 to 46. Jay Crowder hit the three. Listen, speaking of well-coached Celtics, I was going to say, the Heat are arguably more well-coached. People got to start putting some respect on Spolster's name. Yo, he has more playoff wins now than Greg Popovich, I think it said. No, percentage. Percentage. Win percentage. That's phenomenal. People got to start respecting Coach If you, if you all can see Danny just then, he just gave me what a nice pose. Like, if he had a collar, it would be popped. <laughs> but I'm going to... Reverse. Ooh. We're gonna go back to the NFL. Let's do it. Let's talk about the Shaw Fantasy Football League. Yeah, let's talk about it. All right, so we're gonna go through each matchup. I'm gonna do this on a weekly basis. So the first matchup. Oh, was, is that why you texted it? Well, that I, also makes sense. Well, so what I did was I did a week one recap of everyone's matchups and I posted in the chat. Danny I, was Danny was kind enough to let us know this morning. I'm one of the losers, by the way. Danny was kind enough to let the chat know a little recap as if some of us needed to be reminded. Hey, you know what? <laughs> I'm gonna do it too. If you know when I lose a game this year. I'm, oh, I know he will. That's what, that's why it. I'm not even that mad. But I, I wasn't expecting it. it. I'm gonna that's recap every single week. Year two of the Shaw League, we're making it more fun, more, you know, camaraderie. So I posted the week the week one recap, and, you know, I got people talking, and, you know, there's some trash talk, obviously. And that's what I want from the league. I want engagement, fun. This is what it's supposed to shout be. Out, shout out Aaron and Vinny. Oh, my God. We're shout gonna, out we're Aaron gonna, and we're Vinny. We're going to get to that matchup very soon. But we're going to have our first one. We have the commish, which is yours truly, against Vlad. Commission blows him out, 131.16 to 88.92. <laughs> and then we get the closest matchup we have ever seen in a league. My brother Gabe against our big homie G's. Gabe scored 146.18. G scored 146.76. Why? Beat Gabe by 0.54. Let me look at these numbers physically with my eyes. My God. Are there any... And it was only because of a late, a very late reception by Tennessee receiver A.J. Brown that put big homie G's over the top. We get to the next, the next, the next, the next game. We got the next. (laughs) We got Heem against Johnny. Heem, I'm sorry, man, dominated you. Josh Jacobs went off. No, I wouldn't. DeAndre Hopkins had a hell of a debut with the Cardinals. Juju tried pushing you at the end, but it was just not enough. He won 132.2 to Johnny's 102.74. Hey, I would have beat Vlad. He had 80, right? Then we get to the, <laughs> we get, we get to the blowout. Well, oh. I, mean, I blew out Vlad, but there's another blowout. We got the Nardog upstairs beating. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who he's facing, but Nardog won. <laughs> Let me see. E.D. James. E.D. James, 148.78 to 128.6. We're going to congratulate we're gonna, we're gonna congratulate Matt. He was the highest scoring team this week. He, had, he had Russell no, Wilson. No, no, no. Let's congratulate your drafter. <laughs> yeah. ah. That's right. My boy Ant, his GM drafted Yeah, let's, his let's team. congratulate Matt's actual GM. <laughs> and then we get to the rivalry. Oh, Florence finest. 
<laughs> the rivalry. We had Vinny who was chirping early. Now he's chirping. Then Aaron's tight end, Noah Fant. Tremendous first half. Had her within one point. I'm sure she was excited. They shut him down the rest of the half. Vinny escapes with a narrow victory of 116.72 to Aaron's 115.24. Even with such a narrow victory, you think he'd be humble? No. Oh, they're tied at the half. 55-55 at the half. Wow, you expect it. It's going to be a close series. That's really embodied the whole thing. Anyway, Vinny and Aaron got testy, didn't it? That's how they are. They're very competitive. Got testy, didn't The waters are boiling. He tried to hit me with a little smack talk. I'm unaffected, him. I'm unaffected. <laughs> you can't hurt me. Your words mean nothing. I will be facing him next week. Oh, easy win for you. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. Oh, man. I am ready. I wonder who. I'm, 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 I am worried for who Nard Dog faces. Probably me. Let's read out the matchups for next week. Oh, let's do it. So, like I said, we have myself going up against him. Then we go to the league. We're going to go to lay scoreboard. So I will be facing Heem. Jesus facing James. Gabe is facing Vinny. Ooh. Matt's facing Vlad. Oh. Vlad might go 0-2. The defending <laughs> champ. The defending champ might go 0-2. And you will be facing Aaron. Oh, easy win. I'm not worried about Aaron. Oh, you heard that. You heard that here. <laughs> Yo, bold prediction number two of the night. Johnny blowed out Aaron. <laughs> I'm just letting them. I just letting get the talk walk. Oh yeah. yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I can't honestly. I'm waiting for my matchup against Vinny. I'm waiting for this team matchup. I beat him. I beat him last year. All right, so we're gonna introduce the segment that I will be doing this entire football season. Which I call the Local Player of the Week. Local Player of the Week! Now, by popular fan demand, we decided to split it to offense and defense. And the local teams, you know, we're based in the Central Jersey, Philly area. So, we're going only Jets, Giants, and Eagles. I haven't yet decided what teams are going to replace them on the on the bye weeks of the Eagles, Giants, and Jets. We have some options if you want to say them real quick. So right now, I think the two that I'm going to lean towards are the Cowboys and the Pittsburgh Steelers because they're the other two popular teams in the area. If you guys want to let us know on our Facebook page who you'd prefer, please let us know. Yeah, you know, I will pick a team, a more popular team than the Cowboys and the and the. Uh, Steelers. It might even be the Patriots. For all you know, Patriots are popular in this area. Let us know. We want to hear. Yeah, and the Yankees are up 6-1 on the Blue Jays. So oh, the Yankees are back the Yankees and the Jays. Well, you know what? The Yankees are were in a rut, and now they're picking it up again. So This is what I said. Yankees seasons are always up and up, but at the end of the day, I expect them to make a playoff, and I expect them to make a run in the playoff. I just I was very worried for them. It looks like Luke Voigt just hit a three-run home run. Listen, bro, is there anything... Because I know that you're a fan of Miami and then Jets and Yankees. They're not fully New York. Yeah, but Blue hit a three-run shot. You know, if there's anything I know about being a New York fan, there's at least one team I can count on. It's the Yankees. <laughs> yeah, brother. But I'm not worried about them at the end of the season. But anyway, I will be... We're going to be announcing the winners of the Offensive Local Player of the Week and the Defensive Player of the Week. Now, these were voted by the fans. I have no say. Johnny has no say. These were voted solely by the vote. fans. I didn't even vote because it would not have counted. So I'm gonna go by. I'm gonna go with the select. I'm gonna go with the options that we had. So on offense, the Eagles' representative was Dallas Goddard. 
The Giants representative was Darius Slayton, and the Jets representative was Jamison Crowder. The Yankees just hit another home run, 7-1. <laughs> this offensive local player of the week is... The offensive player of the week is... Your Giants wide receiver, Darius Slayton. Let's go, Big Blue! Tremendous, tremendous performance on Monday Night Football. He was the lone bright spot for that Giants team, which looked abysmal. Only one not being traded. Um, so <laughs> we're gonna go to defense. The Eagles representative was Josh Sweat, defensive end. He had a pretty nice forced fumble. Uh, Giants, their newcomer corner, James Bradbury. I when I was watching the game last night, you know, he he looked like he was in tune with the team. He did. I'll strike my last statement. I, I think, you know, Bradbury and Slayton were the obvious with two stand-ups for the Giants. And on defense for the Jets, it was Jamal Adams replacement safety, Marcus May. But you love to hear. And the vote. The defensive local player of the week is Jet Safety Marcus May. Ooh, G-E-T-S. It's not G-E-T-S. I have some damn respect. <laughs> Go Giants. <laughs> The Giants haven't beaten the Jets in the regular season. I can't wait for them to match up this season, though. They're not. You want to bet? You want to bet a six-pack? They're not. They play every four years. They played last year, and the Jets beat them. All right, you want to bet on the next game? I'm down. Remind me in three years. You trying to go to it? <laughs> I will definitely try. Let's, let's see where we're at in this Without one. my mask. Oh, my God. I'm praying we get to that point. I think, yeah. But yeah, no, what I'm going to do every single week, I'm going to post a picture up on the Shut Up and Listen page. I'm going to thank the fans for voting. Next week, we're going to continue doing this all the way up until week 17. After that, we'll see. We'll, uh, maybe we'll do like playoff performances. I do plan on doing. Playoff player of the week. I do plan on doing by week eight, we're going to do our midseason NFL MVP and we're going to do our midseason defensive player of the year. Uh, prediction right now, J.J. Watt. For Defensive Player of the Year? Nah. It's going to be Aaron Donald. Well, that, man think, was, that man was throwing offensive linemen everywhere. I think J.J. Watt wants it. J.J. Watt looked great on Thursday. He looked vintage. I think MVP right now looks like Lamar Jackson. Oh, man, Lamar Jackson is my kid. Hey, but let me talk to you, Jackson, real quick. This is for me to you, because I can lost because of you. Mark Ingram is a good running back. You can use him. You can use him. Yeah. You can use him. More J- than two fantasy points. J.K. Give the kid a break. J.K. Dobbins. You can there. use him. Hollywood's always going to be in Hollywood. It'll always be there. Hollywood use Brown had a... Big, big trust. That's all I got to say. Jackson, keep doing you, though. Yeah, I mean, looks like Jackson hasn't missed a step. He had a great showing against the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> I feel bad for him. Um... Our Browns quarterback. I can't remember his but name. Let's talk about two trade rumors that were surfacing. Oh, yeah, go ahead, go. So we have the least likely one, and I have the most likely one. Go. The least likely one is what we're going to be hearing until he hits free agency is Odell Beckham being traded from the Cleveland Browns. Right now, according to PFF, he is the 67th ranked wide receiver since joining the Cleveland Browns last year. Jesus. Yeah, exactly. My phone's like, huh? <laughs> oh, my God. That makes no sense. And the most likely, and it's only because of there's been some their contract talks have stalled. He is disassociating himself from this team on social media, which we all know in today's day and age, that's kind of like the first step on your way out. Is Chicago Bears star wide receiver Allen Robinson? Come on over to the Giants, baby. Yep, Joe Douglas, you have two first round picks for a reason for the next few years. Use it wisely. Trade them. 
<laughs> Use them wisely. Get rid of them. Hey, dude. Teams love draft capital. The Jets finally have draft capital. Use it. You know, Jamal Adams says, I'm not used to the 30 points a game by my offense. Cool, man. Keep, keep running your social media mouth. You help the Jets out for the future. Because the more you talk on social media, the more the teams are going to be looking at that and be like, yo, this guy's incredibly immature. He ain't going to get paid like he wants to get paid. He's going to get paid, but not where he thinks he should be getting paid. I love Jamal, but the dude's incredibly immature. There's a lot of people now. A lot of these um, up-and-coming stars are trying to... Stay off of social media. The more you you chirp and chirp and chirp on social media, it's just going to hurt you in the long run. That's why you notice certain guys that kept their mouths shut got paid. Alvin Kamara, Dalvin Cook, Cooper Cup, Patrick Mahomes. These guys don't go out on social media and vent about, oh, I should be getting paid this and that, this and that. They just get paid. Julio Jones last year got paid right before the first game of the year. You keep your mouth shut. You do your job. You know, try and keep it off social media. They will reward you. Be patient. I hate when athletes go on social media and talk about their contract disputes. Keep that with the team. Honestly, yeah, I don't Keep know. Keep that with the team. Your Instagram story doesn't need to say, I had trust in the system. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just... You're a 16-year-old girl? Exactly. Like you're, you're legitimately like talking like a, like, like a just a regular teenager. You're a grown-ass man getting paid millions of dollars. Like, what? 6 a.m.? Like, at 3 o'clock in the morning on Instagram, like, screenshots are taken of your story. You talking about what happened to us. What? <laughs> Contract. Not in void, homie. Oof. But yeah, no, the heat got me on my nerves. Oh, why? They down? Not, not, on, not on my nerves, but they're, I, mean, I meant to say on the edge. I'm it's sorry! Ner- it's, ner- <laughs> it's, it's nerve-wracking. You know, you're, you're one step away from the NBA Finals. Yeah, I can't imagine. But the Heat are one good offseason away from maybe going over the top. I was going to say, like... They're they're with the Celtics. I th- I, like, to me, I, I, I said it from the beginning, the Celtics are the best team in the Eastern Conference. Not the Bucks. It was the Celtics. And the Heat were the second best. The seeding doesn't matter. The Celtics were the best, and the Heat were right behind him, right behind them. And you know, this is the true screw, throw the seeding out the window. These is this is the true meeting of the two best teams in the in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, but also you're there's really no pressure on you guys either. Because no one expected you guys to be here, even if you are the second best. Exactly. So like, like, even, like even if the Heat were to lose in this series, I just, as a fan, I am so tremendously proud of them. And excited. This is literally just the beginning. Yeah, they have Jim Buff for the next four years. You have nothing to worry about, honestly. And they have a core out of body. You know who, you, you, know who you should better. be scared of? Who? Like, in those next four years? More Dallas. <laughs> like, like, I mean, that's, Brooklyn, that's the kind of Brooklyn next year. But yeah. Brooklyn next year when they get KD and Kyrie healthy. But we'll see how they work. Yeah. I mean, I think that's just going to be lethal. We'll see. I think it's gonna be lethal. Kyrie, I don't know. And Kyrie Boston. needs to stay healthy. Can we just talk about Kyrie needs to stay healthy? We and KD at this point now, KD needs to stay healthy too. Yeah, we can say that now. But a uh, quick thing before we sign off, Game Seven, who you got? I'll tell you who I got, and it was I called it from the beginning. Not from the beginning when I did my playoff predictions, I called it. It was a hot take, but I think I got it right. Nuggets. Yeah, nuggets. I do as well. 
I have no. I, I actually had the playoff prediction. I had Nuggets in seven. I like the Nuggets depth. I think it's. I think they're clicking. They they almost embarrassed me. They almost lost to the Jazz. Not that not saying the Jazz are a bad team, but they almost made my prediction look like Dookie. And you know I'm not a not a fan of that. I was very scared. Dude, you're hilarious. But hopefully, uh, so I'm, I'm gonna look to the week ahead for football. Thursday starts off Thursday night. We got the battle for Ohio Bengals, led by Joe Burrow, who unfortunately. Got cheated out of his first win by his kicker who pulled his calf in the middle of kicking the game when he field goal. I like what? Stretch. <laughs> Bro, that man, that man, Joe Burrow, led them on a beautiful drive down the field and just screwed it all up. The kicker. Not, not Burrow. The kicker screwed yeah, it all no, up. Yeah, no, I know. Um, but, uh, yeah, we got the Battle of Ohio. We got the Browns. I think if the Browns lose this game, be, pre- be prepared for turmoil. On that team. That team, and I said it uh, last night, they're way too talented to be losing all these games. Like, on paper. They're, no, they really are. Like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, you're right. But you have to go out there and perform. Exactly. You can, you can get all the best players in the world. If they can't work we together. We saw that's what the Browns if tried they to can't, do. If they can't work together, your team isn't worth 10 cents. That's what the Browns tried to do when they got Odell, all of their receivers. Yeah, Odell, Jarvis, they signed Austin Hooper yeah. this year. They got uh, Jack Conklin, a really good right tackle in the offseason. And then, you know, their drafts have been pretty good on paper. You know, they, they have Kareem Hunt backing up Bradley Chubb, not Bradley Chubb, Nick Chubb. Uh, you know, they took a first-round pick on, you know, Baker Mayfield, who hasn't performed since his rookie year. You know, you know, it's it's sad. And, you know, the Buccaneers are starting to look that way, too. The Bro, Buccaneers looked very pedestrian. Gronk wasn't as impressive as he was. Gronk, I know I started him in fantasy. Ha! Gronk wasn't what people thought he was going to be, huh? First go-around. I don't know. I, I think, uh, I, you know, it's, it's, a one, it's the first game of the year. It's nothing to, like, you know, like, oh, man. That's, the, that's, have, that's like, the one thing. For me, you have the first, in, in my eyes, you have the first four weeks of the year in football to start clicking. If you can't click by week five, there's something wrong with your team. I've seen teams start like one three <laughs> and then they just take this run. So, like, it happens. Dude, it's a dangerous thing to play. I'm, I'm excited. I love football. I can't wait. I'm glad it's back. I'm very happy it's back. Any uh, closing remarks? I have a bold prediction. Ladies and gentlemen, this year's NFL Super Bowl. I think we all know the Chiefs are going to be back, but who do they face? Johnny, bold prediction. Shout out Skip Bayless and the Dallas Cowboys. Really? I think we're going to see the Chiefs and Dallas Cowboys. They lost to the Rams. Yeah. What did you say literally 20 seconds ago? It's just week one. Yeah, but like it's the Cowboys. They're a disaster when they happen. Everyone but knows That's a bold prediction. I want to see it happen. Jesus Christ. I want to see Dak really earn his money. <laughs> I don't know. Every time. Every time with this crap. That's the whole point. I want to give you a headache. Shut up! And listen.